0: We are the Rookie Phenoms. We have an amazing show for you today. I'm your host, Coop, with my main man, Webb. What up, people? The NBA Finals are complete. The Golden State Warriors are champions. The Boston Celtics are failures, just like the whole city of Boston and the New England region in general. Webb, are you ready for today's show? Coop, I'm always ready, man.
1: This is a great night. The Celtics lost in Boston. It's always great to see Boston go down in flames.
0: Oh man. It really was beautiful, right? Oh. And Golden go, Golden State kind of came out a little sluggish. And I think they went on a 21-0 run at one point. Just yes. dominant. Steph Curry was amazing six for 11 from three he had 34 points andrew wiggins shut jason tatum down no he was the, wiggins was the tatum stopper he was amazing tonight
1: but no one can stop jason tatum there's no way there's no way jason tatum didn't go off tonight it is i don't believe that. i don't know what game
0: you're watching i thought tatum dropped like 40. I think Tatum took it easy on the league because the dominance he's about to show next season. Right. He's like, I'll take it easy this year, and then next year you'll see what's gonna happen. Oh, that sounds about it. Uh Tatum was all time awful tonight. He had no. 13 points. No um, way. Who? Cool. He, he was bad. You're telling lies.
1: He was not good. There's no cool. way the best two way defender after Giannis had a bad game
0: in a in a muscular <laughs> situation. Who? Cool. Stop telling Surpri- lies, man. Surprise me, too. Surprise me, too. There's no way. J- Jalen Brown went for 34. Al Horford was the best player on the floor the, I think, for the Celtics tonight. He was playing great defense. Shooting the ball really well. I feel really bad for Al Horford with his loss. Because it was definitely Jason Tatum's fault. It was really ugly tonight. I do not feel bad because he was a
1: Celtic. He should have played for another team. <laughs>
0: I think with him making the finals, his whole contract was guaranteed in Boston, so I'm good with him doing that. I think he made twenty-seven million dollars now. Okay. So this gives Steph Curry four titles, Draymond Green four titles, Clay Thompson four titles, and Iggy. Was Iggy there for all four of them too? He probably left for some reason for a couple of those KD ones. No, he left after after, uh, after the KD one. Okay. So they have four. Is Steph Curry now a top 10 player? All time.
1: In my opinion, this doesn't really change that much because uh, I know you're going to say I'm hating, but uh, this is the first real one for Steph. No, honestly, two of them... So they went to five straight finals. They won three out of those five, lost two. Two of the three that they won had it was Katie's the KD show that wasn't even close. That wasn't even considered. And the first one, very very depleted team, like one of the worst NBA finals rosters ever. ever this was. The, the, this was the home that Steph had to get over in. for me I,
0: I went back and looked at the 2015 finals he should have been the MVP in those finals over Andrea Iguodala he should have won the MVP there What? he averaged 27 points a game I think Iguodala averaged 16 and he got MVP for being the LeBron stopper I think LeBron averaged like 37 points, he didn't stop much
1: I mean, Curry was the fan favorite. If the voters chose Iggy, must have been something that they saw.
0: I mean, eight minutes ago, you texted me, I don't trust voters. That means nothing to me. Trump was president. That was an exact quote from you. I don't. I don't
1: trust them. But I'm not saying, you know, like I'm not saying Iggy's Hall all-fame player because he won the finals. I'm just saying that this is the first real one I really, really count as Steph. Leading, for this
0: so you, you don't think he's emotion- a top 10 player all the time?
1: But I no, from based on winning this, no,
0: why, hey, where's, why, where's why, the, why would that
1: change? Because he won. This
0: I think when you, get, when you get four titles, you're in rarefied air. I'm thinking of major stars that have four Magic, Tim Duncan, Kobe, MJ, Kareem.
1: Are there more than that?
0: Uh, they have four. Yeah. Or at least Bill Russell, obviously, has been a LeBron. long time ago. LeBron. LeBron, sorry, yeah, LeBron. Um. I have
1: Shaq. Yeah. Um, Wade? Wade only
0: had three. That's right, yeah. He so he's in rarefied air. Not many guys have done what he's done on the basketball court. He is arguably the best shooter of all time. You could quibble with that a little bit because the game has changed so much. But he's definitely the best volume shooter of all time. He has changed the game, I think, more than anybody else ever, maybe. And how the game is played league-wide. You can make the case he's a top 10 guy ever. I'm not sure he is, but I think he's in the top 15 range almost positively.
1: Uh, the top 10 for me would be a no. The KD won, the KD championships really uh, are a wash to me. Um, I don't count them for KD either, Kevin Durant. Uh, this one I really give him a lot of credit because he did. went up against a uh, good team and played his butt offensive for game uh, five. So.
0: Everyone has a bad game here and there. It happens. Yeah, yeah.
1: No, yeah. I'm just saying, like, uh, it's a really good team both teams are pretty really good and
0: uh he doesn't go in the top ten i think he is for sure in my top 15 and i think i can make the argument he's top 10. i'm not sure he is but i think it's close yeah I'm, I'm,
1: this this didn't change that much for me
0: okay interesting yeah. it's his first real title but things don't change for him he has to get credit for, for getting me. one at least for you yeah, yeah but,
1: but who but who am I bumping out? Like, I mean, I don't mind the top fifteen is fine, but it's not because of the championships. Because of the other thing.
0: Um but I have to think about it. But I wouldn't put him in the top. Fair. Okay, so Draymond, did you hear the MVP stuff after the game when they were all being interviewed? Yeah, yeah, I did. This was the first time Draymond was likable to me ever. He was really likable. Talk, talking about how Trey, how Clay came back from everything and how strong he was, how this team was so tough. I have hated Draymond for a long time. This was likable to Draymond today. I was really happy to see that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I always said Draymond's a guy that like you hate to play against. I'd love to have on my team. He does some head scratching things sometimes. If he had a behind back pass that he could play, that was just ridiculous in the first half. Like ridiculously bad. But he had a fantastic. Thank you. Night.
0: <laughs> yeah, Draymond twelve, twelve and eight, I think he had on the night. Fifty percent cheating like he was he was really good. Which I think on the season for him is ten more points than he usually had. That's pretty <laughs> impressive. Draymond honestly Draymond
1: was on his way to being seriously considered for defensive playing I think he would have gotten a level back to if he had played. In if if it came down to those two, just like a find drama, I think would have been. I don't think
0: it. I don't think he would have, because I think they wanted to give it to a guard to be different. That's why Rudy didn't get it and my Giannis didn't get it, who are arguably better defenders than him this year.
1: Maybe, but if it did come down to those two, I think I
0: think Jeremiah would have. Been uh, we have to reevaluate Andrew Wiggins. By the way, we talked about this. On the part we recorded after, but he was incredible tonight. His defensive game has been the next level. I was so impressed to see him tonight. I was so happy for him as a Canadian kid. And Andrew Wiggins is a really good basketball player now. He's really good. So happy for him. Oh,
1: very good game. He was the second best player in the series for that. for sure. I thought, for sure, I thought, he was. I thought there was a chance that he was going to steal MVP tonight. Like if Steph, Steph put up a lot of points, Steph hit some really key threes, and if Steph was if Steph scored like eighteen, I think it, I think it could have gone to Wiggins, like potentially. If Steph had a kind of off night, I I think it could have, could have gone to Wiggins just because of the impact on the defensive end.
0: I think yeah, this he's, is going to Steph no matter what, no matter what happened tonight. You think so? Steph was getting yeah. Just for the narrative they weren't going to say he's never won the finals mvp anymore they had to get that off his back
1: you'd be right um I'm, I'm i'm so happy that uh boston lost in boston
0: me too man so happy, it's beautiful man. it's a beautiful day so happy. my wife is a, a huge Golden
1: state fan so celebration tonight. and um I am a huge Laker fan, so I hate everything Boston.
0: It was just, it was glorious. I hate the Lakers and I hate the Celtics. So the Lakers missing the playoffs and the Celtics getting so close to a championship and then failing was really enjoyable for me all year. I enjoyed everything about this basketball season. It was fantastic. I did not enjoy
1: everything about this basketball season, but... <laughs> This was this was a bright spot, for sure. To do it in Boston, if it had come down to a game seven, it wouldn't have been as exciting. Even if Golden State had won, it wouldn't have been the same. I think this was really triumphant. And uh, to do it in this fashion, it's always nice to do it. In a, you know, when you don't have to you know, press against the,
0: press up against the, the, the back ends. Yeah, winning in six just takes the pressure off. It's way yeah. easier to do. Yeah, and doing it on the road, it's great. And having Celtics fans kind of cheer for you because they're so likable too was surprising to me. Yeah, the Celtics fans stayed and like clapped for for Steph and Clay and everybody. They liked them.
1: Well, this sticks. I,
0: but um, I think it's really hard to hate Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. It's really hard to hate those two guys. I
1: I agree, and 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 they're not really drawing at fans, and they definitely put, put on the show. And play was terrible. But... Um, but for years, you know, Stefan plays hard. And Stefan is very exciting when he's happy. Like but the Boston Celtics fans are, are the worst. So I'm not going to give them any credit.
0: <laughs> They're the worst. I agree. They're awful. I am so happy tonight. I mean, this is a beautiful night. This is great.
1: Yeah. It's a different feeling. If this had come down to Sunday, game seven, it just wouldn't have been as uh, as sweet.
0: I mean, the Celtics getting that confidence for three days and then losing it would be kind of fun. <laughs> we got a chance. Then it got killed. Like, when the Celtics were down that 21-0 run, it got real ugly on Celtics Twitter. I was checking in enjoying that very much. Yeah. And then, like, eight minutes left in the fourth quarter. They, they closed it to 10 points. And I started to get nervous a little bit. And then Steph hit another three, and I was like, oh, this is over. Then Wiggins hit a three. And it was just, the Celtics, it was impossible for them to get back in it with how the Warriors are playing. It was so much fun to watch. I was so happy to see this game tonight.
1: Oh, I love it. And and on uh, the Lakers subreddit, it's a lot of uh, expletives towards Boston. uh, uh, There's there's an F-Boston party which I would
0: be attending. I. I predicted the Warriors would blow the Celtics out tonight. I was correct, like a genius. You had the Celtics winning tonight, and then possibly winning game seven. Do you want to apologize to the fans for you believing in the Celtics tonight?
1: No. Yeah. I didn't believe in them. In all fairness, I chose the Warriors to go to the finals from the get-go in the playoffs. And the only reason why I had to believe in them is because I thought Milwaukee was going to be that. I should be, be given some credit for at least foreseeing the Warriors going to
0: I really think if this, the Warriors played anyone with a big, they would have lost these finals. Yeah. Giannis, Embiid, yeah, any of these guys would have taken them out, I think. Yeah. I mean, I don't know when we're going to see Embiid in the finals. <laughs> that
1: doesn't seem like that's happening anytime soon.
0: Him and in 2024, baby. Yeah. We'll see. It is what it is. All right, man. It's a great night. Let's move on now to our West draft team needs. Webb, let's get right to it. We are going to do a breakdown preview of the draft needs for every team in the Western Conference of the NBA. I can't wait for this. I've been looking forward to this draft for weeks now, months even, some would say years. Webb, are you ready to break this down?
1: Cool. I'm always ready, man.
0: Do you want to do alphabetical order or by division?
1: If you're going to do it by alphabetical order or division, spoiler alert, if you choose the Southwest, it's the same team. Alpha order or Southwest, same team. Just so you don't mess that up again.
0: Let's start by division in the Northwest <laughs> because I'm not going to fall for that trick again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you almost tricked yourself.
0: Cooper. I really did. <laughs> okay. Let's start with the Denver Nuggets. They have the two time back-to-back defending MVP on this team. They have the worst conference in the NBA, the worst contract in the NBA Sorry, Michael of Porter, Michael Porter jr. Jamal Murray will hopefully be back next season. What do they need to do in the draft to improve?
1: Yeah, so the Nuggets are an interesting one because they just lost Tim Connolly, who was one of the top execs. He went over to uh, Minnesota uh, in the last couple of weeks. Um, and it was really Jokic and nobody last year. Murray was hurt. Aaron Gordon sucks. Michael Porter Jr. was hurt. And this was uh, a team that really couldn't uh, rebound the basketball. Uh, they didn't block many shots, and uh, they didn't force a lot of turnovers. So what I think they need is one of two things. They need to uh, shore up their backcourt, get a guard that can score, get some defense, and get some uh, addition, and or get some addition in the frontcourt. So another big. They also have, uh, sorry, Jeff Green, who I think is a serviceable Uh, old man. Uh, He has a player option. He'll probably opt in, but never know. I kind of like him. Yeah. He's solid. He's a professional player, and he's very consistent. And uh, Austin Rivers and Bryn Forbes, uh, who could be heat-check players, they're free agents. So, uh,
0: What about Bones Highland taking a step forward? The number two player in the playoffs last year for Denver.
1: He could. Uh, Will Barton's a free agent in 2023. So he could. I just think, even with Bones uh, stepping up, uh, losing Rivers and Forbes could be a, a hit to the to the rotation because um, those guys can both uh, hit the
0: three. So. All right, and their first pick is at twenty-one, so they will have some options. Okay, let's move on to the Minnesota Timberwolves. They have a new owner in Alex Rodriguez. They have. Maybe the most exciting young player in basketball is Anthony Edwards, who has the best-named dog in the history of dogs. His dog's name is Anthony Edwards Jr. It's incredible. Carl Anthony Towns, not a fan. D'Angelo Russell, get out of here. What do they have to do to make this team better, Webb? Uh,
1: so Minnesota, I think, uh, should get a pure point guard. Or, if that is out of the question, get someone at the fourth spot. Um, This team was very good offensively last year, one of the top offensive teams. But um, defensively, they still have a lot of work to do. They gave up a lot of uh, points last year, um, a lot of threes, uh, a lot of rebounds, and a lot of free throws um, and assists. So uh, it's like a Jekyll and Hyde. Very good offensive team. Terrible defensive team. Um, and they don't have too many free agents coming, off, uh, coming up this summer. Um, so they don't have to worry about losing anyone. But they could use, I think they use a, a point card. Patrick Beverly's uh, 34. And uh, he's good to have the depth then for that that, that motor, that defensive uh, energy. But uh, I think they can use an actual point card. And, and or someone at the force spot.
0: Yeah, Patrick Beverly, I think, is beginning his transfer to the media. He's trying to do that where he's pretty entertaining. If I'm not going to lie. He's pretty good. He's really Angelo good. Russell is awful at basketball, and they can't rely on him to be there. Starting point guard kind of. I agree with you. They need, a, they need a real point guard in this team, for sure.
1: The best thing to do in this league is to be best friends with one of the stars on a, on a, a small market <laughs> team. Well, yeah, that's honestly. true.
0: That's a good idea. It got a, uh got some people in cleveland paid a lot of money for being clutch clients too
1: yeah or on a major market um yeah. you know look at look at kyrie and katie it's going to be trouble if you break those guys up
0: yeah it's true minnesota's first pick is at 19. hopefully they do not ruin it this season because i love anthony edwards By the way, he's in the new movie, Hustle, with Adam Sandler, and he is delightful in it. I suggest you watch that movie. All right, Webb, let's move on to the next team, the Oklahoma City Thunder, the team with your favorite general manager in the league, Sam Presti. What are they going to trade all of their picks? Sorry, are they going to trade the second pick for 24 picks in the next seven years, all starting in the teens? What happens here?
1: It's very possible, Cooper. Uh, this team is a perpetual dumpster fire. Um, and this segment of the podcast is going to be called Why is Sam Presti not fired yet? I just want to let you know. Uh, just some like, rolling. I
0: like that segment.
1: <laughs> no one's calling for this man's job. Okay, Oklahoma City last year. And last year was not an anomaly. Bottom three in the league in assists per game, they scored the fewest points per game in the league. They had the worst field goal percentage in the league. Bottom three team rebounding the basketball. They gave up the fourth most threes to their opponents, gave up the most rebounds to their opponents, and um gave up the fifth most assists per game to your opponent. Like everyone sorry. There's gonna be a team that's gonna be last just by default. Someone has to be last. You but as an organization, you should not be last or second last in everything. I don't understand why Sam Presti still has a job. Um, I think this team can do one of two things: they can either get a wing, um, or they can get someone in the front court. Because other than other than SGA, Getty, honestly, no one
0: else to me is untouchable. I like I like Trey Mann, but I wouldn't say he's untouchable. Lou Dort's really good. He's a really fun player, great defense. I I think they can get rid of him. Uh, (laughs) um, Jeremiah
1: Robinson Earl, I I liked him in college. The NBA, Meh. Darius Baisley,
0: eh. I really think. Sorry, I I really, I really think with the second pick, getting Jabari, Paolo, if they get one of those two guys at number two. They would fit in really well with Shea and Josh Giddey. I think that could be a fun threesome right there.
1: Yeah, but why do that when your team can actually get better? You could trade out, trade down, and just keep stockpiling these
0: picks and keep your job. On, it kind of is a genius move for him. By the way, he's never getting fired. It's genius. But yeah, I think they need to, they need some size badly. I think Paolo would be an excellent fit here if he does not go number one. I would like that fit a lot.
1: This team cannot score the basketball. They're not good. They cannot rebound. They need size for sure. But I, I think they also need to be fun. I I think it'd be fun to to see them get like a like a six eight wing. Like that'd be that'd be fun for me to see as well. Someone who can really um, create their own shot and actually bring some hope to this city.
0: Hey, good luck. Uh, they'll have hope when they're back in Seattle or Vancouver, where they're going to be yeah. eventually.
1: <laughs> no one's signing here, so no. they're going to have to draft all the all their, uh,
0: stars. Okay, next up, the Portland Trailblazers. You still got Dame Lillard. Anthony Simons is there. This team, it's really interesting. They have the seventh pick right now. They were in the Western Conference Finals like three years ago. Maybe four years ago. They have fallen off a cliff. What does this team need to do to get better? Because they have a lot of holes that I think are not going to be fixable anytime soon.
1: So in fairness to this team, they've undergone a lot of change in the last like two years. Coaching, front office, uh, players. Dame was hurt last year. They got rid of CJ, Nolan Powell, Robert Covington. Made a lot of moves. So them being so bad last year, they, they, they clearly blew up the team. Uh Dame should be good this year. He had the ad issue. Should be back from that. Um I like Simons, but he was also on a bad team. So I don't think he's I don't think they need to keep him by any means. Uh, he's a restricted free agent coming up uh this summer. Um they will probably overpay him. But there's no one really on this team. Like like Nurkic is a free agent. I think I think they can use um another guard to pair with Dame. Or get a big man or get a wing like they they haven't had a wing really that's been been there for them uh, consistently so i think they go in one of those three directions which is basically anything anything is open
0: um that's why the people come to you after this hard-hitting news of getting any player to help them that helps you're really good at this but that's the first
1: team i've said can go in any direction like they can like literally like it's a blank slate uh, it it, really it, is. Yeah.
0: Justice Winslow is starting for them. That's not good. Yeah. That's really not good.
1: I mean I mean, do they need a guard more than a big man? Probably not. So if you're gonna prioritize it, I'd say get a big man before you get a guard.
0: If Nurkic could stay healthy, he'd be a pretty good center. But he's never healthy for more than like sixty games a year. At most. Yeah,
1: yeah they can let him walk. You know yeah. me, man. I'm I'm not really I don't really play that. <laughs> if you're not if, if if you didn't get me a championship, you're white or, get out of town, right? <laughs> no, I'm saying if you didn't get me a championship, <laughs> um if you didn't contribute heavily to you know, contention in the playoffs, you're always hurt. If you're gonna be expensive, not worth the headache.
0: Fine. I agree. The NFL has taught me to move on from people early rather than late every time. It's always a good idea to move on early.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Let's move on to the Utah Jazz. They were the one seed just two seasons ago in the West. Now everyone thinks they're going to blow this up. Mitchell might be traded, Rudy Gobert might be traded. They do not have a first round pick. They gave it to Memphis this year. That's so they might be, but they might get a high pick for trading Donovan Mitchell. What does this team need to do in the draft to get better with?
1: Um, one of two ways, one of two options. They need to get rid of my Conley, so I think a point guard would be really valuable. It's really coming down to if they're keeping Mitchell or or, or, or Gobert, and draft or try to acquire a player that's the complement to the player uh, who's staying. If they're keeping Donovan Mitchell, um, go with a big, and if they're shipping out Rudy, get it, get a point guard. Or, or, or a two-guard. Um, this team was a terrible rebounding team last year. Horrible. Um, and they weren't very good defensively, which was weird because the year before, they were a good defensive team and a very good um, and a decent rebounding team and a very good three-point shooting team. They, they really took a step back.
0: This team also doesn't have a coach still, so we really do not know what they're going to be doing. What his philosophy is going to be it could be anything. We have no idea what's going to happen with this team. i yeah. Which they probably should make that decision as soon as possible because the draft's in a week. Like, this has to be decided. Hmm. Well, it's interesting. You... They,
1: luckily, they have one of the best GMs in the league, or one of the best execs, Danny Ainge. So, I, you know, they're not going to get fleeced. And I don't think they're going to force a trade for Gobert or, or Jonathan Mitchell. When they do trade. If they do trade one of those two players or both, they're going to get a good deal back.
0: just knowing Danny Angel. Hopefully. Okay, let's move on to the Southwest Division. The Dallas Mavericks are up first. They swung an amazing trade yesterday, getting Christian Wood from the Houston Rockets for Boban, the 26th pick, and a bunch of change. I love this move for Dallas. They have Luka Doncic, the best offensive player in the league, not named Kevin Durant. How does this team get better next season in the draft web?
1: Um they need help in the front court still. Christian Wood trade was good because they gave up nothing, but I'm not a huge Christian Wood guy. Like I liked him in college, but this is his third team. He's 26. I didn't even realize that. So I don't know what you're getting with him. Um, or you kind of know what you're getting with him. I don't know if you're getting much more than what we've seen. Um, they're not a very good rebounding team. Dallas was a good defensive team, but they didn't rebound very well. They didn't score a lot of points. They didn't pass the ball that well. Um, and they didn't get to the line that much. So I think we can get either someone in the front court, feel like a true center, if they can somehow swing this and get back into the first round, I don't know how that would happen. Um, or get like a point guard to, to, to um, improve the depth because Jalen Brunson's a free agent. I don't think they should overpay this guy at all.
0: Um, and What's an overpay yeah. to you for Jalen Brunson? Because I love Jalen Brunson. I loved him <clears throat> in college at Villanova. He's a winner. What do you see as an overpay for him?
1: I wouldn't pay Jalen Brunson more than fifteen million a year. So you do four for sixty.
0: Yeah, that's fine.
1: I, but think, I think he, he probably
0: sp- gets a little more than that, but not too much more than that.
1: I wouldn't be surprised if he got four for eighty, to be honest.
0: What did Fred Van Fleet get? Didn't he get four for eighty?
1: Yeah. But that was a couple of years ago.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. I- I and, I think what this team should, do, what Dallas should do, by the way, is try and get Mobamba. I think he would be a good fit on this Dallas team with Luca. I think he's kind of the exact player they need.
1: Yeah, they could try that, or even someone like uh, Mitchell Robinson.
0: Because why
1: Dwight Powell, Maxi Cleaver and Christian Wood are all free agents next year. Um, so this the front court might look different. Because Mitchell Robinson, I think, is a lot. More uh, durable what? than Mobamba is. Mitchell Robinson
0: is made of glass.
1: But then what's Mobamba if Mitchell Robinson is made of
0: glass? I think he's made of stronger glass than Mitchell Robinson.
1: I disagree. I think you're remembering Mitch Mobamba played last year. I don't think you're remembering the, <laughs> the years that he was not on the court.
0: I thought he wasn't on the court because they didn't think he was any good.
1: I think he's a solid. He's a solid rim runner, solid rim protector. Should he be a starting center? Maybe not, or probably not. I'm not a huge fan of his, but he
0: can shoot the three. He he's a he's a pretty good shooter for a big. He rim run. He can block shots. Yeah, but does he play?
1: That's the question. Like Mitchell Robinson. I mean, he's played four years, sixty-six games, sixty-one games. The third year he played thirty-one, and then last year he played seventy-two. So it's not great, but he's not—he's playing more than half a season for you. <laughs>
0: that's real. That's what you want. You want forty games.
1: <laughs> okay, let's let's go through let's go through Mobamba's history. First year he played forty-seven games. Second year 62. sixty-two. Third year forty-six, and last year seventy-one.
0: It 40, it's similar it's to Robinson. It's very similar. It's not. It's 50% of the time he plays less than 48 games.
1: Robinson had one year when he played less than 62 games.
0: I think Mobama is a better fit for this team than Mitch Robinson. Okay. Robinson can't shoot very well. Dallas needs shooters everywhere. I don't know if Dallas's problem was shooting. They
1: have they had Bullock. They had Brunson. They had Tim Hardaway. Luka hit some shots. They have Davis for tons. They had Dorian Finney-Smith, who was one of the best uh, three-point shooters by percentage.
0: Yes. So, but we're agreeing this trade was a win for Dallas, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: They didn't lose anything at all.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like that move. Love Dallas. I'm gonna put some money on them winning the title this year, like in like two weeks. Let's oh, move on to I, the. I was
1: about to see you do that.
0: I love wasting. I love wasting money gambling. Webb. That's what I. That's my favorite thing to do. So, let's move on to the dumpster fire Houston Rockets. This might be the least enjoyable team to watch game to game. They have the third pick in the draft. They had the second pick in the draft last year. They got Jalen Green. They traded Christian Wood. Allegedly, so Alperin Sengun could play more. What do you see this team doing in the draft this year, Webb?
1: I actually like what Houston has a little bit. Like, I remember you said you liked Orlando. I like Houston is my Orlando in terms of the pieces that they have. Not to win, they're going to be bad. But as a fun team, um, I think I should go point guard. As a priority, go point guard. Um, can't get that, then try to get a power forward. But I think point guard will will set them up in the right right direction. This is a very bad rebounding team. It's just bad in everything. Basically, the worst defensive team in the league. I can list off all the categories, but I'd be talking for like five minutes. um But not a bad offensive team. You know, uh, they have uh, Jalen Green, Josh Christopher. They have Kevin Porter Jr., KJ Martin. Sangoon, I thought, was solid in the limited time that he played last year. And Christian would do well, but obviously he's gone now. Um, It's a solid team. Garrison, Matthews, like, these guys can hit the three. They get a good point guard. John Wall's still on the roster. They get a point guard that can play some defense, who's actually disciplined, who's more mature. It needs to be a good team. They can't get that. um, Have to go for a a power four. And based on where they're drafting, that's probably gonna be the best player available is gonna be at, you know, in the front court. Um, John Wall is a player option, he's obviously gonna exercise it. Dennis Schroeder uh, is a free agent, Jay Tate uh, is a team option. So they have some guys that are gonna probably be gone.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm looking at mock drafts just to see guys in that range. And there's only one point guard in the top 15 mock to most teams. So like it doesn't seem like this is a good point guard class. So they're probably gonna have to go big at number three.
1: Yeah, and and that's what I was thinking, like, and with the void that Wood has left, it probably makes more no sense to do that. But if they're able to get a point guard, even in the second round, I think that'd be great. Like they can get like a, a, a three and D guy or even a guy just placed some defense. Uh, I, think, I think that'd be great. Yeah. Okay.
0: Let's move on to the Memphis Grizzlies. They were the two seed, three seed coming in this year. Two. Really strong team. John Morant missed 22 games, and they won like 18 of those games. Super, super strong depth in this team. John Morant is a legitimate superstar. What do you see this team doing? with their first pick at number 22 to get better?
1: Yeah, it's interesting. So I can see them either getting a wing because they can't shoot the three very well at this, even though they have like a good, uh, a good roster or a deep roster of, of uh, players in the backcourt. Uh, Dylan Brooks is a free agent next year or they can go and get an actual center. Steven Adams is not the answer. And I think Xavier Till- Tillman is too small. Um, Kyle Anderson's is a free agent this year. Tyus Jones, the backup point guard, is a free agent. Jared Colbert uh, is a free agent. So I think they can get a big who can, who can stretch the floor um, and play some defense as well. Or try and uh, shore up uh, uh, one of the guards or, or small players.
0: I'm going to tell Steven Adams you think he's not the answer. He is routinely known as the strongest person in the NBA, and he will beat you to death. I'm looking forward to this.
1: Steven Adams doesn't seem like a violent person. He seems like someone who you'd have to probably get in his face before he does something
0: He really does seem super nice, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. and just kind of like not, not someone who's going to antagonize or someone who's going to you know, get in someone's face. Or I think he seems he like he has to be pushed.
0: Do you remember last season when the fight broke out and he just picked up a guy and walked with him like it was nothing? (laughs) Just carried him.
1: Yeah. No one. No one messes with this guy, man.
0: No, they really don't. They know. Like he's the strongest person. It's crazy. Aquaman. Good for him. Yeah. And you want him out of a job like a dirtbag. I just don't think he's a starting center anymore. Maybe not in today's NBA. Ten years ago, he was a starting center for sure. Like in that way they played. Okay. Let's move on to your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans, So you tried to do earlier like a moron. Zion Williamson wants a new contract. Their GM said he's a max player. I cannot wait till they pay him so I can say he is now the worst contract in the NBA, taking over the spot of Michael Porter Jr. What do you see this team doing this year, Webb? I believe their first pick is that number eight from... They got that pick from somebody. It was a trade. Not important as to who it was. No, I do not I think it was the Los Angeles Lakers, but I'm not sure. What should New Orleans do to improve, Webb? Uh, You're the
1: worst? Um, I think they should try and get a point guard. Honestly. If they're planning on bringing back Zion, I think point guard is their void. Um, If they're not trying to bring back Zion, then maybe get someone to fill that that, that Oh, uh, well, I think point guard is really what they need to right know like, I actually like this team with McCollum and, uh, and Graham Devontae Graham Brandon Ingram they
0: were a lot Giannis, of fun yeah Jackson Herb, Hayes Herb Jones was good down the stretch yeah,
1: yeah Herb Jones was solid um yeah it's a solid team man. um
0: I like this team, and I do not want Zion to ruin it. I'm going to be very upset when he comes back.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they they should not pay this guy.
0: They're going to give this guy $170 million. They're going to set that money on on fire like the Joker in Dark Knight. That's what's going to happen.
1: (laughs) Everything burns.
0: (laughs) It's going to be awful. (laughs) Ridiculous. I agree, though. They need a point guard. CJ McCollum should not be playing the point for them. Let's move on to the San Antonio Spurs. Some would say the best coach team in the league. They have the 20th pick and the ninth pick in this year's draft. So they got some they got some nice picks here, Webb. What should they do to give Deontay Murray some help? Where are they gonna go in this draft?
1: I'll hey, call him Deontay now.
0: <laughs> Isn't it Deontay?
1: No, no, it's Deshante.
0: You pronounce the J?
1: Yeah. It's not Spanish.
0: I swear to you, I did not know that. That was a thing. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, you always called him that. I didn't want to say anything. but Yeah, it is the jumping. I've
0: been um, calling him that for years.
1: For years. I know. I know. <laughs> it, it reached a point where I was like, okay, do I say anything? or?" Like, you should
0: have told what? me five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, pulled the,
1: I pulled the Travis Kelce.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's like Tyrod Taylor.
1: That's Tyrod?
0: Yeah, everyone did. And then mm-hmm. he's like, that's not my name. We're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My fault, DeJounte. Yeah. My fault.
1: Yeah, he's he's great. I love him. I love the He's um he's one of the stars, uh you know, he almost won most improved player last year. Um but this team needs help in the front court i think i like this team a lot uh lonnie walker uh Keldon johnson DeShante, devin vassell i like this team a lot man uh, they got Josh just saving i mean they traded him for Derek white so it look it, it doesn't look that great right now but um the team has the team has some players man i like i like this team and, and jacob perdo did a, a, a stand-up job last year but they need to shore up the front court because Jakob Perl is not the answer long-term. He should not be starting. Uh, he's great depth, and he played really well last year. Like, um, and I think he's a solid player. But they need to get a big man. And um is also a free agent next year. Uh,
0: I'm not sure and... he can't start. I think he's actually pretty good. I like Perl's game.
1: Yeah, I figured you would. But if Jakob Perl is starting for you, I don't think you're making a playoffs. He's just...
0: I mean. If Joshua Primo is your two guard, you're probably not making the playoffs. So they got some holes here.
1: Yeah, they, well, that was their fault. But they have some good court pieces, man. Like I said, like Calvin Johnson, I like a lot. Kevin DeCell, uh, Lonnie Walker, really like, and, and Dejounte is a superstar in the making. Um,
0: I can't believe someone else gave Zach Collins money. That blows my mind. Yeah, he's he's not good. At that. He's and, always hurt. He plays really good for like two games and then he breaks his wrist. That's his his move. That's that's too bad. Um, But yeah, the Spurs,
1: you know, if they can really improve the front court, I think they're going to be fighting for a a playoff spot.
0: Okay. All right. Let's end this and I'll call you back and we'll do the. We're going to expire in five minutes. Sure. So I'll call you back and we'll do the last division, okay? All right, Webb, let's move on to the last division in the West. Some would say the worst division in the West because your Los Angeles Lakers are in it. Just an awful, awful team, awful, awful franchise. We'll start with the likely NBA champions, the Golden State Warriors. Really strong team here. What should they do to improve this season, Webb?
1: Yeah, they're a good team, and, they, you know...
0: They haven't seemed to
1: seem to have a plan for a good number of their draft picks over the last few years. I think they should get a big man, honestly. I know they took James Wiseman just a few years ago. Um I don't seem to have a plan for him. He also can't stay healthy. Health is always an issue. Um but I think that as we saw, like even in the the finals, when Javon Looney was in foul trouble, you know, the Warriors didn't have the size to, to battle with the, with the Celtics. So I think with Lumi so being a free agent, if they don't want to bring him back, uh, and the Warriors have quite a few free agents this summer, I think it would make sense to go with a big man here.
0: Yeah, I wanted to believe in James Wiseman, but he hasn't been able to stay on the court at all. It's really bad. They could have had Lamelo. Imagine Lamello, Clay, Jordan Poole, and Steph Curry. That's pretty dangerous with Draymond there.
1: They should have taken him. It looks really bad. Like Anthony Edwards was gone. The Warriors were bad that year, and um, yeah, they should have taken them along. And, and, and I'm not even saying in hindsight. You know, hindsight's twenty twenty. But even still, like at the time, I know I said Wiseman. I think that was my. You know, I was wrong for that because I was looking at the fit, and I thought the fit was so sensible. But Mellow went.
0: You actually had them taking. You had the Mellow gone number one. That's why oh, you right. didn't have him. Right, right, right. I think I you're had right. Wiseman because I didn't think was fit in Golden State made sense. But apparently it worked, so I was wrong. You were right there.
1: Yeah, like, you're right. I did have LaMelo going to uh, Minnesota. Um, yeah, they probably should have taken uh, Anthony Edwards, honestly. But it doesn't seem like they have a plan for their rookies, to be honest. Other than Jordan Poole happened to work out because Steph got hurt. But Moses Moody... Um Kaminga, uh, Wiseman. You know, it doesn't seem like they have a plan for these guys as much. It's,
0: it's really kind of hard Edison. to have a it's hard to have a plan when you try to win the title. To give Kaminga eighteen minutes a night when you're like, We need to win this title right now. Like I understand why it's hard for them. But they have a lot of rookies, they need to play with these guys.
1: Yeah. No, I, I, I can understand why like guys like Toscano Edison and the younger guys and the Kaminga aren't playing. is also very wrong. But, like, even during the season, like, it was spotty. I think Kamingo was hurt for a bit, but still. um, I want to see if they have a plan for these guys.
0: Yeah. I like Kamingo. I thought he played pretty well when he played this year. But Golden State, I think, needs a big man. I think you're right. Relying on Draymond to be your center full-time, yeah, how limited offensively he is, probably isn't the way to go. Like, Giannis would be scoring a hundred points a game against this Golden State team. Oh yeah,
1: and and Cooper. In fairness to me, I had the Bucks beating the Warriors in the finals because I just yeah. thought they, they couldn't stop Giannis, and and like half the team is free agents: Kevin Looney, Otto Porter, Bealitsa, Igudala, who should probably retire, uh, <laughs> Damian Lee, GP two, and and Tiscano Anderson. They're all free agents, and Wiggins, who's set for a big payday next year he's a free agent next year so do you they think they do?
0: try and trade wiggins right now if he after this good finals uh no i think they keep him at it. yeah i think they might i think they might trade him just because they know they can't pay him but this finals has been really good they might people might think he's the number one guy again
1: oh god please don't do that no no no
0: everyone needs to understand like You and I weren't (laughs) wrong about Wiggins. He's just, like,
1: before Golden State, we were right about that. He's just really good at Golden State, and he's fit really well. He's He's, he's not guaranteed to do that on any team.
0: He's an excellent third option. And maybe maybe a solid second option. He cannot be your first option. But the thing in Golden State he's doing, he's playing defense now, which he never did in Minnesota. So... I'd love to come because I thought he would be a great defender no matter what, and for the first like six years of his career, he didn't try at all on defense. He's trying now, so I think he wants that second big paycheck.
1: Yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens after he gets paid. But like, I think I think it depends on what happens. If, if Golden State loses in seven, the whole Wiggins contract is probably a different conversation come next year. But if they win, you can't really forget his contributions. You know, like.
0: He won them game five. That was him. So, yeah, for sure. Okay, let's move on to the team in Los Angeles, the L.A. Clippers. Hopefully, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard will be back next season. They should have the 12th pick, but they gave it to Oklahoma City. They do not have a first-round pick this year. What do they do to get better in this draft web?
1: Yeah, one of two things get a point guard because reggie jackson is not going to be there forever he's actually a free agent in 2023 and i don't think he's that good anyway get a long-term answer but what they really have as a glaring need this season is, is is a big man zubats is still there but he uh there's a team option on him this year um and and uh they don't have much size i you know the Clippers last year were, were kind of an anomaly because they had Paul George missed so much time, Kawhi out for the whole season, Norman Powell missed a lot of time. They had uh, Robert Covington coming in. And it was you know the two missed time, so we didn't see the real
0: Clippers. So you know, we kind of did though. Kawhi being injured is the real Clippers.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I guess you're right in the
0: way. You know what? You didn't mention that. I think you forgot about. They need a a computer engineer to reprogram Kawhi to get him to talk to the team. They got to figure something out because this guy just doesn't. If I was going to give someone $200 million and they wouldn't tell me their knee hurt, I would lose my mind. And Kawhi's just like, pay me and leave me alone. Like, I don't understand how this works. It's crazy to me.
1: Yeah, I don't know, man. And that one, two titles on, on, uh, two different teams. I'm sorry. he won a title on two, on two different teams? That's his, that's his bargaining chip.
0: Yeah. And it's a good job if you can get it. Good for him. Uh, I agree though. They could do a point guard. Zubach is okay, but they probably need some depth there as a, as a big as well. Okay. Let's move on to the worst team in professional basketball. Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, When when is the Lakers' first pick in this draft? doesn't matter, Coop. Because I'm looking for it. And I don't think you guys have a pick at all in round one or round two. Am I crazy here? Am I missing something?
1: What the Lakers need, Coop.
0: Is a draft pick?
1: (laughs) What the Lakers need, um, I honestly think what they need is a point guard. Can shoot the basketball and play some defense. Very hard to get when you don't have, um, you know, one of those lottery picks, and uh, or a
0: pick in general,
1: or a pick in general. But um, yeah, this team was not good. The Lakers last uh, year in terms of defense, they gave up a lot of points, uh, They gave us a lot, get up give up a lot of rebounds. Anthony Davis did miss a lot of time though, um, but I think they can use a point guard who can you can actually shoot the basketball. The Lakers. Uh, inability to shoot from from deep has been something that has plagued them for quite some time. And there are a lot of guys who are free agents this year. Um, Trevor Ariza, Wayne Ellington, Kent Bazemore, Malik Monk, and Melo. Guys that were brought in to, to shoot the basketball. Um, Malik Monk being the best player out of all in those guys. Dwight Howard is also a free agent.
0: This team is a dumpster fire with no draft picks and no money to get better. I mean, there's a chance Orlando trades you the number one overall pick for Russell Westbrook, which I think is what you think is going to happen here. He's probably going to start the season on your Lakers because this this contract's unmovable right now.
1: I still think Russ does not enter the season as uh, you know on the Lakers. But Orlando's definitely giving the
0: Lakers that pick at some point. It's inevitable. (laughs) It really is inevitable. He's going to be a Laker for sure. It may not be
1: for Russ, but it's going to happen. I hope
0: it's Chet. I hope it's Chet for your sake. I can't wait. Not happening. Okay, so your team has no picks and no hope. Let's move on to a team that does have some hope. The Phoenix Suns. They were a juggernaut during the regular season. And then they faced up against luka Doncic and he sent their ass home uh chris paul's 39 devin booker is overrated and deandre Ayton might be afraid might be leaving after this season what does this team need to do in this draft to get better web
1: they need size they need someone in the front court about the like four or five uh not just because DeAndre Aiton may not be back next year, but because they just need size overall, like they don't really have um, depth in the front court, and they struggle a lot uh, when he's off the court. Um, so with DeAndre Ayton being a restricted free agent, they also have JaVale McGee, who's a free agent. Kaminsky's a free agent. uh that who played some good games for them last year, as a free agent. Um, so they, they, they need, they need help inside. This team's not the same defensive team as, uh, uh, 2021.
0: I think there's like a 95% chance Aiton's gone. They refused to pay him last year. I don't think they're going to choose to pay him this year. I think he, I think he wants out. Mikhail Bridges, great defender. Devin Booker, elite regular season player. Chris Paul, I just don't know if you can trust him in the playoffs. I have very huge concerns about him. Size isn't a bad idea, but a good choice there. Let's move on to the... the bell of the ball. The third best team in California, the Sacramento Kings. They traded last year for my boy, Damanis Sabonis. They have De'Aaron Fox, Davion Mitchell. They drafted in the first round last season. But this team is constantly messing things up. In a three-player draft, they got the fourth pick in this year's draft, as usual. They're always one away from a superstar. What are they going to do to get better this draft web?
1: Uh, This is basically Houston of the West Coast. Uh, It's debatable as to whether Houston or Sacramento was the worst. Defensive team in basketball. Sacramento's probably the second worst, according to most. Uh, but this team is really bad. Uh, they got rid of Ty Halliburton and and uh, Buddy Hill. Brought in some bonus, uh, and that move did nothing for them last year. Uh, you know, this team. I don't know what they're doing. I say that they could get uh, some front court, um,
0: someone in the front court. <sighs> Yeah, Either Sabonis can't play defense, so they need someone that can defend Yeah, really badly.
1: Yeah. I'm not a big Sabonis guy. I think he's more of a fantasy player than anything. Um, I don't think he's a player that you uh, bring in to help you win, especially with what you would have to give up for him because he puts up good numbers. But um, I'm not really a big fan of this team. De'Aaron Fox and Barnes and Mitchell. um they're in the bottom for a lot of categories they're really bad they're basically houston of the west coast
0: i would really like to see them end up with mark Williams from duke a guy i love in this draft class but i don't think they take him at four so they're gonna drop another guard again and just keep doing the same thing they're gonna try and trade fox like this team is in a terrible cycle
1: yeah, it's bad. Vladi's running it into the ground. Uh, this team.
0: <laughs> I thought you were gonna stop at running it. <laughs> <laughs> no, Vladi's running it into the ground. <laughs>
1: from the it, it, from the late '90s to like the early 2000s, this was one of the best run organizations. Um, Rick Adelman was there as coach, and uh, uh, it was the Petrie brothers that owned it at the time. Had one of the just one of the best rosters in basketball, Um, one of the best um, passing teams, one of the best passing big men, one of the best three-point shooters ever. And they have not been the same team for like 20 years. They've been bad. Um, I think they have the longest uh, playoff drought in the NBA and one of the longest in professional sports. They're a really bad team and um, I can't wait to see how how they screw this up.
0: I'll find a way. They always do. Yeah. All right, Webb, great rundown of the preview for the West team needs. I cannot wait for next week for the draft. Are you going to release a mock draft before draft day? Yes, I will. Okay. I I would do one, but I feel so bad embarrassing you with my mock draft <laughs> every year. It feels bad. I don't enjoy doing it. You're going to, you're going to lighten up on me
1: uh, this year. You're going to give me a break.
0: It feels wrong to just keep hitting you in the face for, like time and time and time again. It feels wrong. I don't like doing it.
1: Well, I'm, you know, uh, nonsense aside, people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, I'm actually excited for the job because this was sort of like a preview into guys that, you know, as usual, I'll do who I think they, the team should select.
0: Oh, as always, huh? Because in football, that wasn't what happened. You tried to screw me on this one. Not that's falling not for true your true. tricks again.
1: That's not true. I, it's just that who I thought the GM should take and who the GMs actually took it just happened to overlap.
0: Well, that's what it was, huh? What can I say?
1: I was consulted. Um, and, you know, we'll see if it pans out. We don't know if my... If the, the picks that I made... You know, it's not, it's not that big of an accomplishment uh, getting five of the first 10 uh, picks in, in the NFL draft, right? Uh, I, I shouldn't say right, aligned with what they actually do, because I wasn't trying to achieve this uh, this genius, but um, just it just worked out. This
0: genius, way. huh? I like I like how humble you are. I think that's what I like I like best about you.
1: Coop, I'm nice. nothing if not humble.
0: Yeah, um, you're the most humble guy of all time.
1: Modesty is my middle name. <laughs>
0: Not making that joke. Everybody, please go follow us on Twitter at rookie phenobs. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify. We are huge on verbal. Please. Jeff Bezos has canceled my Prime because we're not pushing his podcast app hard enough. And my dog needs food. And that will not get delivered unless Bezos picks up the prime again. So please go do that. What anything to add before we get out of here?
1: Um yeah, you know, next week basketball is officially done, man. Just baseball is on TV
0: now, so. Football preseason, baby. We're about to go deep on that. Actually, no, that's
1: I, I'm wrong. The Stanley Cup playoffs just started last night. Colorado won. We're looking to see if Tampa's going to get a repeat. So there's still sports on. That's not baseball.
0: I just fell asleep during that hockey talk. Uh, and just for the record, we are recording this part of the show before the game six that's happening tonight. We are going to record the beginning of the show after. So if Golden State wins, congratulations to the champions. If Boston wins, I hate you all and we'll see you in game seven.
1: Can, can you just, re- uh, just recap your, your pick for tonight?
0: Golden State wins by, uh, 18 points. Ends the season. I hope you're right, Coop. I just have a bad feeling about this. Uh, Golden State's going to be up going to the fourth, and they're going to open it up by like nine with seven minutes left. Steph's going to hit two threes, take Boston's crowd out of it, and the game's going to be over.
1: I hope you're right. I think Boston wins it tonight. Uh, Hopefully, Steph that we saw in game four comes to life.
0: Golden State wins 120. To one hundred and two, book it. I hope you're right.
1: Oh, I would love that. Unfortunately, all, also um, uh, Adam Silver is in the COVID protocol, so you won't be able to present the trophy if Wednesday we'll State wins tonight.
0: Eh, who cares? Thank you for listening. Have a great night.
1: Yeah. <laughs>